0: Good morning, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. We are proud to present our first speaker of the day, Julius Sacramento, with Amazon Web Services. Please give him a warm welcome. All right. Thank you guys for joining me. Um, so what I'm going to be presenting and demoing is basically a nifty new tool. It's called the Replatforming Assistant for SQL Server <laughs> databases. So this is essentially replatforming the operating system to win- from Windows to Linux. Okay. So um, first of all, let me kind of level set. We do have a blog specific to this particular tool. Okay, so you can just Google migrating your on-prem SQL server workloads to Amazon EC2 Linux and it will basically show you essentially what's um, gonna be in this particular demo including the tools and the platforms that we will be going through on this particular demo. Alright, so, um, so the current infrastructure I have has a jump server and also a SQL server on EC2 and the goal of this demo is to migrate that over to SQL server on Linux using one tool, that's it, all right. So what I'm going to do first is I'm going to go ahead and go to my jump server, all right. This is my jump server and typically this is an uh, industry um, standard configuration where you have a jump server and then you have a SQL server you go to because typically database platforms you don't expose to the internet, all right. So from that point on, I go to my SQL server. Now, one requirement of this particular tool is to have AWS PowerShell tools for Windows installed. This is so that your Windows server that has SQL server on it can communicate with AWS using the PowerShell modules. Okay, you can easily install it using PowerShell or you can download the executable and install it. In this case, the current instance that I have has the PowerShell tool already installed. So before I proceed, any questions? All right, cool. So uh, with that said, um, the first thing you have to do is you have to create a credential, right? So essentially what I'm using is uh, this particular command from the AWS PowerShell tool to create a credential based off of a, an IAM user that I already created. So let's execute that. And once that happens, the credential is then stored within that server so you can easily use that whenever you want to communicate to AWS, all right? So the actual tool, let me show you, is based out of PowerShell itself and the reason and the thought process for this is so that you can easily automate this this PowerShell tool using something called a run command using system center, right? So you can basically have this particular script run on a fleet of servers, say for example you have 2,000 SQL servers, you don't want to eat each and every one uh, migrate that individually, you can use that run command to work on each uh, or, or that fleet of servers using this particular tool. All right. So with that said, if you click on this tool, all it does it, it creates a, let me that. Let me open it up using PowerShell. Going to the directory where that tool is installed. So, when you execute that PowerShell cri- script by itself, you actually will get a Windows form that you can easily fill out with your SQL Server detail. All right? So, this is very intuitive if you want to just start testing it out. All you need to do is you want to basically put your SQL Server instance name here and the user. So in this case, this server has that database engine local to it. All right, let me put my credential. And so if you don't put anything in here, it's going to basically default to. essentially backup every database in that server and restore everything to your new SQL server on Linux, right? So I'm not gonna put anything in there but you do have to specify a backup directory where your backups are going to be located, okay? Then here you basically specify the type of instance. So this tool, um, you can actually create a new instance when you execute it or you can deploy it to an existing instance that's in Linux, right. So in this case for this particular demo I'm going to create a new instance when I execute this tool. Then all you need to do is specify the parameters that you're going to be using for this um, tool to execute on. So um, this can be really granular in this case, I already know which subnet I'm going to position the new instance on, and I also have a key pair. So you have to have a key pair already created for this. Okay. and then you can easily uh, specify which region you want to deploy this to. Okay, you can specify a different region, different availability zone. All right. now while this is running, any questions so far? So remember, all of this is based out of PowerShell and there's just forms running in front of it, right? So while it's doing its thing, you can see from behind the scenes, PowerShell working against AWS. Now it takes a couple of minutes to basically um, execute because it's deploying instances, um, right now it's deploying this particular instance, which is a Linux instance that will be running SQL Server on top of it specifically it's going to be SQL Server 2017, right, on Ubuntu, okay. Yes, so the question is what type of AMI, if it's installing SQL Server, so the AMI this tool is going to be running on, or going to be using, already has SQL Server 2017 on it, it's already pre-baked, right, so part of the process of the tool is it also calls a restore command from system center manager, right? So it's going to back it up and it's going to restore it to the new server using systems manager. So from all of this, like deploying the instance, backing up the database, that was done using this PowerShell tool, that's it, right? So that's all you need to do. All you need to do is basically fill out this form, right? And it deploys everything for you, you know, spinning up a new instance, restoring the database, backing it up. And the great thing about this, since it's PowerShell, I just executed it on its own. You got a GUI, but if you want to automate this, um, let me show you real quick. If you look at the structure of the actual PowerShell, you can easily execute this um, without the GUI in an automated fashion. You can just specify parameters. So for example, you have a fleet of SQL server in Windows, let's say 500 of them use a run command and parameterize that, um, this particular tool. It doesn't have to go through GUI, it just executes it on each of those SQL server and you will, be, you will have an in, an in, a new instance for each of one of those created. Okay. No, for this particular tool it's just a standalone but you can build that after the fact. So you have to build your pacemaker um, cluster right, and always on or like failover cluster instances, whatever you want to do in Linux. So, any questions so far? Nope, all right. all right. So this takes a couple of minutes to um, basically deploy, but what it's doing is once the Linux instance has been deployed, it's then gonna run a restore command to that SQL server. Now what's gonna happen is the SA a user will have a, a random password which you have to configure once it's up and running or else you can't get to that SQL server. Okay and that's what we're gonna be reconfiguring. So anybody here familiar with PuTTY? Alright awesome. So this typically is my favorite tool to access Linux, right? So this is what we're going to be using to get into that Linux machine. Alright, so let me get to that, so what you need to do is since it's in AWS you actually have to have a key pair, so I already have that in this machine, so all I need to do is specify that key pair, there you go all you need to do is get that IP address of the new instance which is this IP address. So typically you also want to make sure your security group is properly set up, right? So any new instance that's been deployed using this tool will be on the default security group, right? So you can set it up, um, so you can set up the default and configure it or use a total to different security group. So once you get into it you just need to use Ubuntu which has sudo permissions and since you're actually specifying a key pair you don't have to use a password okay. So in this case um, we have we are now in the Linux machine right it's deployed. Now one way to basically see if the SQL server is running is to use a PSEF command And you see the SQL Server service up and running. Okay, so with how SQL Server is, de- is deployed in Linux, it kind of works differently. A lot of the configurations are done using um, command line. So I know as SQL Server DBAs, we're kind of used to the GUI. So using SQL Server in Linux, there's kind of a learning curve. But once you get acclimated to that platform, it's actually really fast and really simple. Right. So. So I'm gonna have I'm gonna run four commands, all right? So first command is I'm gonna stop the service, all right? All right. Then I'm gonna enable SQL Agent because by default SQL Agent is not enabled in SQL on Linux. And then I'm gonna change the SA password so we can actually access that SQL Server on Linux. All right, and last command would be to start the service. All right, now let me get that new IP address again. And from our jump server, we will access that new instance. All right, now this is the new instance. Now I'm connected to it using the same tools that we use, SQL Server Management Studio. And now you have your basically your instance up and running. Any questions so far? Does it have additional EBS volume attached to that for to do, store the data files? No, so it's just one EBS volume, but you can always add new volumes to that particular image, right? And so once you add new EBS volumes, you can configure it um, with whatever file system, and then you can reconfigure your data file locations after that, right? So typically you want to do EXT4, XFS, whatever file system you guys want. So. Any other questions? I'll come to you. Um, for, if you're looking at SSMS, the event viewer, what are you looking at with Linux, if it's not the Windows event viewer? Can you repeat the question, please? What, what are you looking at in an SSMS, in an event viewer on a Linux-based SQL Server? The same logs will be um, essentially available, as far as database logs are concerned, but the system logs are different, because when you're looking at the OS on Linux, kind of functions totally different, right? Um, so for example, you have Task Manager in Windows, you can easily all the, see the services, what's consuming your resources. In Linux, you have a lot of different tools that you have to get kind of accustomed to, like PS, like Top, Htop, et cetera, et cetera. But there are third-party tools to make your life kind of easier, like Nagios, Grafana, um, Datadog, et cetera. But the actual third-party tools that used to work with SQL Server, specific to SQL Server Engine, to look at the highest queries, like Idira, will work similar, right? It's still the same SQL Server engine, right? The only difference is the operating system, right? So the performance counters that you're used to in Windows, it's not going to work in Linux. You gotta have to. You know. Any other questions? Oh, one second. What is the reason to send it to Linux, running on Linux operating system here? Do, am I going to cost savings? Well that's one, of course that's one main reason, but you know in a nutshell SQL server licensing is of course far more expensive than Windows, but you are going to be saving um, a lot of licensing costs with Windows, especially if you're going to be running always on in clustering, you need data center edition, right? In Linux you don't really need anything, you just need to install pacemaker and you need to configure it with always on. Now as far as AD integration, there's a bit of configuration that you have to do, but all of that is totally feasible and possible, right? So the H8 configuration um, that I recommend, even in Linux, is always on, okay? And and one good thing in Linux is um, as far as the failover clustering is concerned, you can easily accomplish that using NFS, right? You can have a shared disk storage using NFS, which I think is actually faster than SMB at this point, so. Any other questions? Do you have anything else to add, or do you have any other information you'd like to give? Right, so if you guys are interested in this particular tool, again, there is a blog about it where you can easily go through it step by step. Um, I hope you guys can probably take a picture of this. Let me see if I can Make it larger. But you can just Google migrating your SQL Server workloads to Amazon EC2 Linux, and it would point you to that tool um, that you can basically run. Again, it's just one PowerShell script, that's it. And that PowerShell script calls a couple of SSM commands that works against your machine, right? So this tool has all the IAM requirements, et cetera, et cetera, for the tool to work properly. Any other questions? Well, thank you so much. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us. Thank you again for coming.